You're now tuning in to True Way Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now available on major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and others. Helping you game with a better understanding. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or... You can call me Carl, and here on Treat With Gaming, we answer your gaming-related questions and talk about game-related topics. And today's episode, there's a topic that I want to talk about. A game that I'm very excited for that's coming out soon, God willing. And I've uh, been waiting for a while. It's been announced, I do believe, for... Was it 2020 was released, or was it... Not released, excuse me, announced in 2020. I forgot what year it was announced, but <laughs> but we finally have a release date recently and that game i'm talking about is house of the dead remake for nintendo switch it's releasing on april 7th of 2022 now this ain't a gaming news channel unless it was a question somebody asked and then you know i'll talk about it here on the show but i'm a big fan of and i you guys heard me mention it before on the show i'm a big fan of gun rail shooters there's i love it i love it i love I remember the first time, I do believe, well, I remember going to the the arcades when I was younger, uh, I think in New Rochelle, back in New York, and I just remember uh, playing the Jurassic Park, Gun Rail Shooter, um, some agent game, it wasn't like a 007 game, but it was like you play as a super, uh, secret agent or something, and that was really good, and of course, the classic, classic Time Crisis, you can ask anybody that I know. Every time that I mention, oh, you know, hey, you want to go to arcade? I always say, okay, it's Time Crisis there. It has to be there. An arcade is not an arcade unless Time Crisis is there. <laughs> and then also, um, and I was, I was much younger, but then also my experience at home with the PlayStation 2. That era, oh my goodness, some classic gun rail shooters on there. Uh, time Crisis 2, I remember I went to uh, my aunt and uh, my uncle's house. And when I was there, after I, go, um, after I came out, Look, I'm so excited I can't even talk. <laughs> After I came out from school, I used to my aunt used to babysit me and my sister. And they allowed you know, they had a PlayStation 2 there and my uncle, you know, he played PlayStation 2 games like God of War. That's how he also got me into the Devil May Cry series and, and God of War. Um and then I think even the getaway he got me into but also he played Time Crisis too. I remember, man, I used to look forward to school ends. I mean I think any kid did. But specifically me I looked forward to going home, well, going to my aunt's house and play Times Crisis 2 for hours. I never got sick of it. I played through all of it again and again and again, especially the more times you play it, the more lives you unlock, I think, different, you know, content, whatever. Um, and, and man, I, I love Time Crisis 2. That, that's, that's my jam right there. And Time Crisis 3 as well, when that came out and et cetera, right? Um, so in other words, House of the Dead remake is an interesting situation happy that you know the first one is actually getting a remake because to be honest with you i've never played the first one when i was younger i was i played part two part three and then uh, the other games i'll discuss here shortly um but the reason why you know it's exciting is being remade the first one in modern day graphics on the switch and it's a little strange because it's not 
there's not going to be, or, or as of right now, at least, as of right now, I'm hoping there will be an announcement of some kind, but as this moment in time, or as of this recording, which is in March 18th, um, there's no gun rail coming out for it. Well, at least, uh, you know, gun, like a gun con or something um, that we use back on the PlayStation 2 or, um, you know, etc. So it, it's weird because... You get to play with the controller. You know, they obviously design the game around the Joy-Cons and, you know, using that, but also using gyro controls. I want to, I'm very curious at how accurate that would be. Because I know it's not like the Wii sensor, right? It's not like you could just fling the thing everywhere, I guess. You know, but gyro controls is very, um, how should I say? I want to say in terms of motion, it's more narrow. Like, it's, it's good, but I, I don't think it's meant to play a whole gun rail shooter with it you know or at least to my knowledge um so i'm very curious about that but what's interesting is if you go on the amazon listing and it turns out which is also exciting news it looks like amazon leaked <laughs> that the house of the dead remake from the one that's coming from nintendo switch is coming in a physical form so april 7th you know of this year 2022 you're able to buy it digitally on the eShop. But you're going to have to wait a little bit to receive the physical copy, which is no problem. Hey, as long as the physical copy is coming, I'm excited. I'm happy. And what I, I do, I prefer, I do prefer companies releasing their digital games first, right? And then later on, release the physical copy when, you know, they release day one patches or updates or whatever, and they put that on the disc. I don't mind that at all. I just don't like when the physical copy comes out along with digital there's a day one patch and then you know 15 years later you put the disc in and then you know servers are shut down you can't download that patch so therefore you have a broken game but that's a whole nother discussion so i was really excited you know to see that this listing the amazon listing it is coming in physical form but what's also really curious and i don't want to get my hopes up here because if you look at the description of the listing it says you know house of the remake whatever whatever right the 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 game that started all, and then you could play with a friend, um, like in single player, or you, oh, was it? You could play with a friend on controller, and or a gun, and like, wait, her? a gun? Is they're releasing this with a gun con or something? Are they gonna release a a gun with this? So, I don't know. That's a little topic right now. I think I, I do believe uh, Spawn Wave actually uh, spoke about it on his channel on YouTube. Um, awesome guy, you know, it's awesome. Um, I, I love his content, but you know, it, it got people curious, like, wait, are they releasing this digital first? And then later they're coming out, they're going to release a physical copy. Cause right now there's a placeholder date. It says like December 31st, you know, 2022, that's, that's just a placeholder date. There's really no, uh, dates on when the physical copy is coming out. And then people were just, you know, speculating or hoping that they would release a gun con, gun con of some kind alongside of it. But I think what they mean or a gun i think they're going to release sort of like a gun shell alongside i guess with the physical copy of the game maybe that's that's what i'm thinking and, you know cuz uh cuz really you know again there's no there's gyro controls but there's not um i do believe one of joy cons does have like a camera side of it but i don't again i don't think it's really accurate or meant to be played as you know like like a like a playstation move for example i mean yes you could play like mario tennis and use it to swing your, your racket or 
you could, you know, baseball, right? Uh, you could, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, that'll be interesting. I, I definitely want to try it out when it comes out. Definitely, hands down, I need to because I'm a big fan of, you know, Pass of the Dead games. Um, but yeah, I'm really curious on, you know, if it's just, you know, the gun shell that we re- that's already released to the market, like from third parties, or are they going to come out with the same design, but like they're on themed, or are they planning to come out with an actual gun con or some kind, you know? So, you know, it's at least room for curiosity, but I'm not trying to get my hopes up. I do believe it's just a gun shell and that's what we're going to be seeing. So I can't wait for, you know, again, the re- release date of, uh, the release of this, to physical, you know, I can't wait for the physical release date. Oh boy. So with that being said, and this is a very interesting topic for me because it makes me sort of want to go back because it, it's crazy because we seen for the Nintendo Wii, right? Nintendo had a large library. I'll say fairly large, um, maybe like 10 games or so, um, maybe more. Yeah, I think more than that. Yeah, I think way more than that. But in other words, <laughs> there was a few gun con, you know, because a lot of people say, oh, the Wii's a gimmick, right? But no, I actually, I love the Wii. A lot of people did. It sold millions. But to, for me, the Nintendo Wii was a gun real shooter console, <laughs> you know, because, uh, you know, the last, what was it, gun real console? I mean, you had like the PlayStation 1, right? Yeah, that's when the gun con first came out. Well, actually, and then and also going further back, I mean, the Sega Saturn had like its own um gun accessory uh to, uh for it but i want to keep it simple so in the you know, playstation one had the gun con uh you know the gun con the number of whatever gun con so for example gun con 2 the the number represents what generation that's on so gun con 2 that's for the playstation 2 there was also a gun con 3 for the playstation 3 and uh i mean this episode Maybe the next episode, or I'll do a part two to this episode because I'll talk more about gun real shooters that were released on the PS3, um, you know, for another time. But there was a Gun Con three for the PlayStation three, um, and only Time Crisis four, and then also the Time Crisis um, collection. Um, well, Rising Storm, right? It brought the you know Time Crisis Rising Storm on it, Time Crisis four, the arcade version, and then uh, I think it's like Dead Pirates. Uh, I think the game is called those three games, uh, those three games on one Blu-ray disc and those support the Gun Con 3, which is really cool. The Gun Con 3 is very accurate, very awesome. I, love, I don't know why they didn't support it more for whatever reason. But anyway, without getting off topic, the Nintendo Wii was an amazing console for gun rail shooters. And um, yeah, I purchased at most of them. I, you know, I'm a big fan of that, like I, I mentioned. And what's really cool is that even Nintendo Wii, you know, the Wii remote was used. And it was very accurate. Very accurate. The Wii sensor and, and the remote. Um, very accurate. It felt really nice. Um, how I would, could, you know, compare, it, it was very, how should I say? It was very accurate, but like, it wasn't. It didn't feel as accurate as a gun con because the gun con, like for example, two and gun con one, I do believe it uses the reflection off the CRT TVs and um, it will use like a flash. But like in other words, you point and shoot. And for the Nintendo Wii, you know, with the cursor stuff, it sort of felt like you had to hover the cursor to your target. I know that sounds a little weird, but that's like the best way I could explain it. But still felt nice to play and still felt amazing to play these gun con games on the Nintendo Wii. And, um, 
because of that, again, they also didn't release a dedicated, uh, like, gun con for, I feel like I said that word a lot, um, for the Nintendo Wii, they used gun shells. It was a lot of third party that were making gun shells. Nintendo released uh, the Nintendo Wii Zapper um, to play these gun uh, gun rail shooters on, and um, which worked perfectly, and it feels great to play with um, a lot of these games. Because um, there's a lot of these games that you were, like, for example, 007 um, GoldenEye for Nintendo Wii, you were able to play that strictly, you know, with a controller. You know, it's a first-person shooter, of course. Or you could use the Nintendo Wii Zapper, and you could sort of um, attach the nunchuck to the back of the Wii Zapper. Use the analog stick to move and stuff, but then you could also point with the front end of the zapper. Like, if you were playing a gun rail shooter, but the thing is you weren't. You were moving the analog stick and, you know, pointing with the Wii. You know, it didn't feel all that, but it was a nice way to sort of blend... Um, you know, a gun rail shooter experience, but at the same time, you're in full control of your character because a gun rail shooter, obviously, you're not in control of the character, per se, or the movements, rather. You just point and shoot and light everything up in sight, right? So, you know, it was it was really cool. It felt nice. And to me, I brought a lot of gun shells for the Nintendo Wii. And it's cool. I even have the Resident Evil um, gun con, um, I mean, gun shell, um, like a collector's item. It's really, it's really awesome. I like that. So, in other words, in this episode, the last time we saw, like, a, a, a new House of the Dead game, right, was House of the Dead Overkill, um, I do believe. That was the last one, so it's, it's you know, it's a gun rail shooter, it was developed by Headstrong Games, but published by Zega uh, for the Wii back in 2009. Uh, to be specific, it, uh, February 10th, 2009, it released on. And... It was a spinoff of the House of the Dead series, but it was also, it's a little weird, because it, it's a non-canon, it's non-canon, but it was a pre, it's a prequel to the original games. So, in other words, this game took place before House of the Dead 1, 2, 3, you know, in, in that order, which is pretty cool, you know, and it was the first of the, first time of the series to um, for them to do something and release, the first time in the series... That it was released solely on a home console, so it was cool. That that's that's really cool because it released in two thousand nine for the Wii, but then um, a few years later in two thousand eleven, I believe, it released um, for the PlayStation Three, and that was called House of the Overkill Extended Cut, and and also uh, I think two years after that, so two thousand thirteen, it released on uh, Android and iOS. I didn't even know about that back in that time, but. Man, I beat this game for the Wii, and I'm telling you guys, like, do not let your kids play it. This game is really, it's, it's strictly for adults. Like, there's no way around it, it, it in terms of the language, in terms of, you know, because when, when I played it, I, I didn't know it was that bad, <laughs> to be honest. Like, the shooting felt great and stuff, you know, the zombie, it felt like the identity as a whole felt like a House of the Dead game, but man, you know, like, characters cuss after every sentence. And then also, there's even some... I'm not even going to go there, but it's strictly um, for adults, you know? I mean, there, there's no, how should I say, there's no, like, sexual content in the game, but something gross happens, you know? And, and it was unexpected for me. It caught me off guard. I didn't, I should have done further research, right, <laughs> before I bought it back then. Uh, but other than that, it's a good gun rail shooter, but strictly for adults. Emphasis on adults. Anyway, so... Yeah, and then we also have uh, 
House of the Dead, before that, House of the Dead uh, 2 and 3 Return, which was a remake, uh, back in March 11th, 2008, exclusively for the Nintendo Wii. Now, I don't know why they didn't do that. I don't know why Sega chose exclusively for the Wii. Right, like, and it's cool that they also release a, a physical format as well. You have it on disc, and I, you know, I have a physical copy of that, so it's preserved, you know. And play it on the Wii, and I could play it on my Wii U. But it's really, I don't. Know, it's just strange that years later, it they didn't release those two. Because years later, House of the Dead Three was re-released on the PS3 digital only, but they didn't release House of the Dead Two. Which is which is weird, and then they also released House of the Dead Four on the PS3, but they never released two nor one on the PS3. It was a little strange, but in other words, House of the Dead Two and Three, um, you get them both on the Wii, you know, one disc, and yeah, for the PS3, they they went straight up digital, which to me I really don't like. Oh my goodness! But anyway, uh, back in March 11th, 2008, which is really really cool, and you know, I want to. Also, just in this episode, talk more about some of my favorite, like, and the gun rail shooters that featured on Nintendo Wii. Um, that I want to talk about another one of my favorites, or you know, again, I, I know it's just so sad today. Is like you don't see this today, you know. Like, I mean, House of the Dead remake one again. It's coming to Nintendo Switch, but that's like the only gun rail shooter on the Nintendo Switch. You know, on the Wii. Nintendo heavily supported gunroll shooters on that platform, which is awesome. Then the Wii U happened, and then we didn't get any. And then Nintendo Switch, it's like I don't even know how many year, like how much years old it is at this point. It's like six years old now, I think. And this is the first gunroll shooter. I mean, better late than never, right? But still, we we're not. You know, so I hope that the remake sells a lot of units. I hope because there's a lot of Switch owners out there. I hope this sells a lot of units and I hope that this will be a start of we're starting to see more gun real shooters or I encourage other like publishers and stuff that you know what? Let's release some of our old titles onto Nintendo Switch. Let's let's release it on there. Or even let's let's make let's put some of our old titles also on the PS5 or something. You know, I hope that really it takes that turn. I really hope. I, I really hope that this will Spark because again it was it's crazy that we had a whole generation of silence. You you know what I mean? Like a Wii U there was none, but yet the Wii had so many. But the Wii U had none, and then so late into the Switch life lifespan, uh, Switch yeah. Anyway, so I hope this was a, this will be a start of something, and yeah, and you know these are great games on here. Um, yeah. So in other words, I'm gonna get right into it. So I want to talk about also Death Space Extraction, uh, which released uh, September 24th, 2009. And then a couple of years later on the PlayStation Network, um, alongside with Death Space 2. And this one is very interesting, too, because it released physically, uh, standalone. It, it featured on the Nintendo Wii. And then two years later, they released it again, like I mentioned, on the PS3 in digital form, but the only way. You know, people say, oh, only release digital on the PS3. That's not exactly true because you could actually get the PS3 version in a physical format if you were to purchase the Death Space 2 limited edition. Right there on the box, it says includes Death Space Traction. 
which is really awesome, which is really awesome. And it's only like three gigs or something because it's in the disc and you have to download it, you know, onto the console, which is like, I think two or three gigs or so. Um, and you get to play in HD, 720p, I think 60 frames per second. And, you know, I, I do believe there's trophy support as well, which again, it's awesome trophy support and it looks gorgeous. And the only way to own Death Space Extraction on the PS3 is by getting the Death Space 2 limited edition. A lot of people don't actually don't know that, which is very interesting. Um, because, you know, they were like, oh, I want a physical format. Let me get the Nintendo Wii version. But you're playing it at 480p. If you want to play in HD, you know, you grab the PS3 version. And this one is awesome. This one is uh, Death Space Distraction. It's a spinoff within the Death Space uh, series. And then there's also a prequel to the original game, which is which is uh, amazing, which is awesome. I played a little bit of it. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I had this in my backlog for a long time. I played a couple of levels. I love it. I love it. It, it. it really is good. It really is good. You get to use the iconic weapons and stuff. It's it's um, it's really unique, uh, and, and I say that really, in an awesome way. You know, it, it fit perfectly for a gun rail shooter style game, the Death Space universe, I guess. So highly recommended, and yeah, if you're into that, you know, look out for that. Now, I hope, you know. Resident Evil, Resident Evil, you know, we have, like, uh, they recently announced, like, the new Netflix series coming out, um, we had the Netflix animated show come out, you know, which only had, like, six or seven episodes, I was super hyped about that, but then, which, I think that was a prequel, that show, the Netflix show was a prequel to Resident Evil 6, um, I do believe, but, you know, I'm a big fan of Resident Evil, to be honest. The show was not all that. It was not all that. Um, but, you know, big fan of the games. I doubt we will ever see, like, another, um, I don't know, another gun rail shooter. I don't think they will return to that style. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But, um, and, you know, we have, like, Resident Evil 8 Village that came out last year, right? And that was massively successful, um... Or Resident Evil 7, they released it on the PS4 and Xbox One, and they also, um, the PS4 version, you could play the complete entire game on VR. Um, so I, I think, you play in VR, it's weird that they didn't do that for Resident Evil 8. I know there was some confusion in terms of development, like behind the scenes. Uh, still, you know, 8 came an amazing game. Um, I want to know... There's even talks that possibly, you know, with PlayStation VR 2, they're probably going to take that and make, you know, Village VR and or the next installment, whatever that is, or just make exclusive VR experience for Resident Evil. So I doubt we will see the Resident Evil return to a gun rail shooter style uh, because back in Nintendo Wii, we had Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles and then we had Resident Evil The Dark Side Chronicles and uh, the Resident Evil... Umbrella Chronicles released back in November 13th, 2007, and the PlayStation Network version released in June 26, 2012. And it's actually very interesting because the Dark Side Chronicles released on November 17th, 2009 for Nintendo Wii. Um, so, you know, moving forward a couple of years to 2012, so June 26th, actually, um, they bundled both games 
in the PlayStation Network. They bundled Umbrella Chronicles and Darkseid Chronicles back in June 2012. And then um, in July 17th, 2012, they separated both titles and you could buy them individually on the PlayStation Network. For, uh, for The bundle was $30 um, and a separate, each game was 15 bucks a piece, which equals obviously about 30 um, which was very cool. And man, it was disappointing to me. And again, it's a little nitpick, I guess. It's just that, you know, I, I have both games on the Nintendo Wii. I have the physical form, which is, you know, all awesome. They're both great games. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't care about graphics, you know, but it's a 48 P resolution, but they really re-released it in HD, which, you know, makes the game look pretty. Right. And it also has trophy support as well. And it's a fantastic gunrail shooter, especially the cooperative aspect is, is really dope, really awesome. And uh, it's just weird that in the U.S. and Europe, the game for the PlayStation, the PS3 versions of those two games released only digital. But in Japan, they received a physical copy of the of the Resident Evil. Um, I think it's called the the Resident Evil Chronicles. Um, collection that's what it's called so and i do believe the ps3 is region free so to be, I mean, to be honest the collectors in me you know like i might just pick up the the, the playstation 3 copy um the japanese copy and so that way i just have it on a physical disc but um but yeah and it was cool because the umbrella chronicles resident evil umbrella chronicles um it explores or exposes rather the Umbrella Corporation. So you will go. Uh, the game is narrated by um, Albert Wesker, who used to be Umbrella scientist. Um, you see like hidden documents to the organization's secret motives and actions. And the game um, it takes you back through different scenarios. So there will be missions, for example, that you would go through Resident Evil Zero, um, and then you will go play uh, through uh, play out certain events from Resident Evil Remake, uh, Resident Evil Three Nemesis. And I think probably one more, uh, but yeah, I forgot. And then Resident Evil, the Dark Side Chronicles, um, it's, uh, you play, um, excuse me, you play, um, it serves as a prequel to Resident Evil 4. So, uh, precisely it, it takes place, uh, it takes place, uh, two years before Resident Evil 4, which is pretty awesome, which is really awesome. And Man, it's it's a great game. Like literally, even for the Wii, the graphics were were gorgeous. It was gorgeous, and you get to see like you know how Leon knew Krauser because I remember playing Resident Evil Four as well, and then you run into Krauser, right? That boss fight, and you're like, man, who the heck is this guy? How does Leon know him? You know, it's like he knows everybody. <laughs> you know, uh, but it's cool that in Dark Side Chronicles, you you find out that you know he used to be your boy and go on missions with you, uh, which was really cool, and you know you get to see that. You know, and find out who Krauser is background more in Dark Side Chronicles. Um, so I highly recommend both of these games, and it's really dope. And especially playing them in cooperative. Oh man, I I love it. Just a gunrail shooter and Resident Evil. Oh, amazing time. Now, so the next game that I wanted to also talk about is a game called Ghost Squad. So Ghost Squad uh, was published by Sega and developed by Sega AM2. Um, and also, what's really cool about this game is that it reminds me, like, you know, it's his own game, but it reminds me of, like, Time Crisis. Very similar. It's really awesome. Um, 
Ghost Squad, and it was also a sequel to the game Ghost Squad Evolution. Uh, but only Ghost Squad, the first one, um, released on the Nintendo Wii. Um, they released it first in arcades, and then they made a home version, a Nintendo Wii version. Uh, but the sequel, which is Operation Ghost, um, it was released in arcades in 2012. So the Wii version, the, the first Ghost Squad game, released back in November of... Um, oh my goodness, what's today? Oh, there you go. Uh, November 20th, 2007. There you go. Um, so, yeah, and that, that game is dope. That game is awesome. And what I love about this game in particular, too, is that the more you replay it, uh, there's a lot of content in there. So there's it's not only in terms of like, you know, different costumes, right? So it's funny because I remember being in the game once and it sort of randomizes what you unlock. So you could beat the game and you unlock a different weapon. Because I think you unlock, uh, at first you start out with like a semi-automatic rifle or some kind or whatever. Uh, you beat the game once, which is only three stages. Three stages are, you know, a good length. But, you know, it's a gun rail shooter. And you beat three stages and, you know, bosses, whatever. You will unlock a uh, like a new gun. So I think like my first playthrough, I unlocked like this um, shotgun. The semi-automatic shotgun is, is so cool. It makes uh, the game so much fun, and it's cool because you know it. The shooting a shotgun, it splatters, right? It has a wide pellets and stuff, so you could like uh, kill multiple enemies, right? One shot, uh, which is really dope. And then another playthrough, you may unlock um, like a minigun or something. There's there's a whole bunch of weapons in the game. It's really awesome. And again, every playthrough, you unlock different outfits for your squad. Uh, you can unlock different theme outfits for enemies. So, for example, like um, I don't know how to describe you know the, the enemies how they look. Like I guess military, right? Uh, but you beat the game once, and then you unlock ninja outfits. So all the enemies and even the bosses you see, they're like in like samurai armor and stuff or ninja outfits and um i think there's even like a panda suit or something like that you could wear it's very fun it adds replayability and you can play it cooperatively and again if you like time crisis you i compare it to time crisis um but not in a bad way it's it's it feels like it's it feels similar to time crisis but yet it has a unique feel to it you know it's its own thing um and it's one of the you know i love it i love it it's weird that we didn't see um it come to ps3 for whatever reason um yeah, it was just released. Yeah, like I guess, like I said, uh, 2007, you know, November 20th. So, yeah, praise God. So, yeah. But, moving on. <laughs> um, the next game also on the Nintendo Wii that I wanted to talk about, which was really dope, is Medal of Honor 2. Well, Medal of Honor Heroes 2. So, what's cool about this game is that it released for Nintendo Wii and the PSP. And what was cool is that each version was built for their respective consoles. So, obviously, the place, the PSP version was built completely different than the Wii version. And what was dope is that the Wii version, not only it was the twelfth installment of the Metal, uh, the twelfth installment, excuse me, of the Medal of Honor series, but it's cool that you could play this game entirely as a first-person shooter with a controller. You know, the Wii remote. Um, or you could use the controller to just play as a normal first-person shooter. But then there is an arcade mode where you can play the, through the entire campaign, the entire story mode, as a gun reel shooter. And you could use the Wii Zapper. And the way they implement it, it 
is amazing. It is amazing. It feels awesome. It's very, very fun. You shoot up enemies in sight with a, with a Tommy gun. And it plays really well. What was also cool about this game is that not only it featured single player, but also featured multiplayer as well. And that's dope. You could either, players could either use the Wii Zapper, which I think, you know, the, the multiplayer, I don't, you know, it didn't play as a light gun shooter because, I mean, obviously, how would you implement that? But you, you know, you could, the, when you attach the nunchuck to the back of the Wii Zapper, you know, you use the analog stick to move and then you point with the Wii Remote and shoot enemies. So you could either play like that and, or you could use the controller. And, um, yeah, it was just very, very fun and very awesome. Highly recommended. And yeah, I wish, uh, man, I miss Metal of Honor, to be honest. It went straight to like VR, you know, above and beyond and stuff. So, amen. Yeah, so Metal of Honor 2, very awesome for Nintendo Wii. And then another game that released on Nintendo Wii, and also Xbox 360 as well, is called Attack of the Movies 3D. Now, Attack of the Movies 3D is a, it's a gun world shooter, but you play through like, there's like six long levels in the game, but they are like six different themes. So, for example, the first level... Uh, I do believe it's like you're in a city and then all of a sudden it's, it's like EDF. It's like big bugs attacking a city or whatever. And you got to shoot up all these ants, the disgusting stuff. And, you know, you use the Wii Zapper, you light them all up. It feels really, it feels really good. It feels like an arcade shooter. Like they did a very good job, you know. Um, and the next mission, you might go into um, like Egypt or something. You're shooting like mummies and, you know, stuff in that nature, right? Um, and I do believe there's even like... Um, even like underwater, you go underwater and like shoot up sharks and whatever. It's, it's a really good shooter. So if you're a, a gun real shooter, you have the Nintendo Wii. Um, highly recommend picking it up. And you know, and, and again, if you bought the game brand new, it comes with like four pairs of 3D glasses. Um, haven't really used that, but you know, it's very. I give them credit for trying something new, and that's pretty awesome. And I can see how too, how the 3D effects will look in a sense because you know the, the, the monsters they jump at you you know what i'm saying so seeing that 3d i'm sure will bug you out uh the 360 version though because the nintendo wii uses the wii zapper and the 360 version i've never gotten i'm not sure what you would use i mean i doubt i do believe this game came out um in may 18th 2010 and I, to my knowledge i actually i'm not sure i'm not sure if that came out before the connect yeah, I'm not sure you can even use the connect with this game. That's a good wow, that's something I gotta look up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I recommend the Wii version. You play at 480p, but uh again, playing with the Wii Zapper, uh, it's a it's an amazing experience. Really awesome. It feels like you're in the actual arcade. Um and then moving on to the next game, a couple of more for you guys. Um is Dino Strike. So Dino Strike. So now it's a little confusing because there's like sort of two franchises here. One was made by Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft, and then the other, well, this game, Dino Strike, was made by Zoo. Um, I, I do legit believe that's just the name, Zoo. And Ubisoft, they made, I think, Battle of the Giants. I think that's the name of the franchise. And you get to play as dinosaurs and you fight, or there's one game that, you know, there's like six games in that series. Uh, but Dino Strike. Um, and there's actually one other one, I believe, uh, that one I have not played. And, um, frankly, I'm not, I don't even know about that one. Uh, but Dino Strike, I actually own, 
And it's, it's, you, it sort of plays like Jurassic Park. It reminds me back when I was a kid and I went to the, like I mentioned earlier in this podcast episode, I used to play in the arcades, Jurassic Park. And Dino Strike, uh, you play as this explorer um, slash hunter. Um, somehow he got lost in his island. So, he you know, he becomes a prey, so to speak. But, you know, or rather he was hunting, but now you're the hunted and it's a gun real shooter. You you trying to survive and make your way off, I do believe, this island. And you're shooting up these T-Rexes, these Raptors, etc. And you can play the game cooperatively. And it was good. It's it's awesome. You know, it's not the best gun real shooter. Uh, but it was fun. And again, it has that Jurassic Park feeling to it. And that came out in February 1st, 2011. Um, Dino Strike for Nintendo Wii. And uh, yeah, I recommend it. And then... Heavy Fire Afghanistan. So this game released on the Nintendo Wii, the PS3, and I think other consoles. Uh, there's a total, I do believe, five, maybe six games in the series. Uh, two of them, which are uh, Heavy Fire Special Operations and a Heavy Fire Black Arms. Those were exclusive, unfortunately, to the WiiWare um, section of the Nintendo eShop back from the Nintendo Wii. And I say unfortunately because there's no way to, you know, those games were on the, you know, WiiWare. And there's no way, you know, those were only digital and the Wii store closed. So, so there's no way to purchase that game again. Th- those two games again, you know, they're lost forever until the developers decide to make a heavy fire collection and bring them to modern consoles. Uh, but, you know, those it sucks that those two games are gone. Uh, but Heavy Fire Afghanistan... Um, Again, like I said, featured on the Wii uh, and PS3 in November 15th, 2011. And it's really cool. It's a fast-paced gun rail shooter action. You're shooting up everything in sight. You play as a Marine, and obviously you're on a campaign of you know, Afghanistan. And it's cool. You use like an M16. Um, uh, you know, you run out of ammo for your M16, or you, sw- you switch to like a Desert Eagle. And it's very good, very cool. Um, and again, the PS3 version, you could use a PlayStation Move. And there's also trophies for the game as well. And... You get to play in HD as to where the Wii version, you know, again, 480p resolution. But it's a great gun rush shooter. Oh, and it also is, I do believe, on the PC as well. So you, it's funny because you could use your mouse to point and shoot. As to the Wii, you use the Wii Zapper, PS3, you use the PlayStation Move. Um, so if you're a gun rail shooter fan, I highly recommend Heavy Fire. Afghanistan, very good. Have, um, and then also there's a Heavy Fire Shatter Spear. Um, I do believe that did not release on the Wii, but the Xbox 360, maybe the PS3, because I think if it released on the PS3, hands down, you'll be able to use the PlayStation Move controller. 360, I do believe, is strictly controller. Um, and I think there might be multiplayer, to my knowledge, as well. Um, but yeah, love that series. And then the last game that I wanted to talk about was Gunslingers. Uh, Gunslingers released um, in June 28, 2011. Um, it's a four-player cooperative gun rail shooter and it released exclusively to Nintendo Wii for whatever reason. Um, but it's cool. You play as these four uh, good guys, so to speak, in the Wild West, and you're trying to take down these outlaws, these games of stuff, and you know, you, you like you go into town and you're like shooting up everything, shooting up all these bad guys, whatever. And it's very good, it's very good. The graphics are not obviously top-notch, they have a certain style to it. Um, but it's a very good gun rail shooter. And I do believe even if you have a physical copy of that, again, that's very um, expensive, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it's an expensive game 
Um, I gotta check price charting. That I should have done it before recording this episode. <laughs> um, but I, I do believe you can still sell. Like you see on eBay, people selling it for like seventy bucks, fifty eight dollars, etc. You see around that price range. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure the exact value on the market for that game. Um, so if you haven't attended the Wii, uh, like me, I highly recommend going. You know, if you're in a big, especially if you're a Gunreal shooter fan, hands down. I recommend checking out all these games. And again, I do plan to make a part two to this episode where I talk about, you know, some of these games I mentioned are on the PS3, but there's even some, I mentioned briefly, some PS3 games, uh, gunrail shooter games that are on the PS3. Because, you know, it was more like the Nintendo Wii, and then, you know, 2007, you know, you, you had the PS3 also with the PlayStation Move coming out. That made it sort of like a gunrail uh, shooting arcade machine so to speak and yeah i missed that honestly i missed that xbox one ps4 we, we did not get games like that it's actually at the xbox one there's this one game there's this one game man i'm trying to remember it i think it's oh i think it's called the blue Ostate. and yeah the blue Ostate, and it's really um i beat it. it was good you could either use the xbox one connect sensor and or you could use the controller. For me, I use the controller, and it's very action-packed and stuff. Very good. Um, but that was the first. I do believe, to my knowledge, that's the first and last gunrail shooter we saw on that platform, which is very weird. So, in summary, um, I hope with House of the Dead <laughs> remake that's releasing April seventh, twenty twenty-two. You know, um. Check it out, guys. You know, buy it, support it. No, I hope that it sells enough units that Nintendo goes, you know what? Wow, this sold a lot. Let's contact Sega and let's bring all the House of the Dead uh, games onto this platform, right? I hope it is that and or um, it, it performs very well. And then we see other companies go, you know what? Yeah, let's bring back some of the classics onto the platform. You know, or Capcom goes, you know what? Let, let's bring Resident Evil the Chronicles collection to the Nintendo Switch, you know, um, and etc. I hope we get to see that. Because, um, again, it was amazing thing, bringing an arcade experience home. You know, like the Time Crisis series, and it's just like, man, like, you know, we lost that. We stepped away from it. Now I understand everything is VR, etc., etc. You could sort of capture that experience in VR. I think there's a game like Time... Um, not time crisis, but time cruise, cruises or something. It's, it's a little similar, but you know, you, you, it's like a it's a VR shooter. You shoot up dinosaurs and stuff. Uh, but in other words, gunrail shooters and stuff is lost. So, you know, I feel like it's lost, and everything is like VR. But House of the Dead remake, it coming to console. You know, hey, I, I might be overhyping this thing. I might be just, you know, it might just be hey, you know, they want to remake the classic and preserve it on modern console. That's it, right? It, it might be like that. But I don't know. I have hope. One could hope that this will start bringing the classics in, you know, because we are starting to see too. Uh, uh, I just had a thought the other day. I had a conversation with somebody the other day. But you know, retro gaming, especially in 2020, a lot of people, uh, because you know the lockdowns, they stuck at home. They were stuck at home. They started buying retro games again. They started looking into. Uh, purchasing retro consoles and retro consoles are doing well in modern time so 
hopefully, you know, it was, you know, back on the Xbox One and PS4, and, um, you know, it didn't, we didn't see any, even in this generation, um, even though it was just the beginning, uh, but hopefully, you know, it's time to bring that back, and I really hope we get to see return of the gunrail shooters, uh, slash light gun shooters, you know, um, I hope we get to see return of that, and I'll be one happy gamer, so, amen, so, Thank you guys so very much for taking time out of your day to listen to this episode of Chuey Gaming. Um, again, if you have any questions and or any topics that you want me to just talk about or discuss here on the show, you can send your question um, at my email, twgpquestions at gmail.com. Make sure you write question in the subject bar and also make sure you leave your name so that I could probably address you here on the show and hopefully the next episode your question or topic will be featured. If you don't want to send me an email, that's just fine. You can also contact me on Twitter. You could, uh, uh, what was it, follow me on Twitter, at uh, Chuey Gaming. Uh, also, I have an Instagram, uh, Chuey Gaming. Uh, oh, my God, this is embarrassing. I'm, like, on air, and I, like, drew a blank. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, I do believe I have uh sorry. Okay, there you go. So yeah, on Instagram, you could follow me at Chuey Gaming Podcast. Oh, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, and then also have a YouTube where I upload the latest episodes on there. Um, Chuey Gaming uh, Podcast as well. Oof. Am I forgetting anything else? I'm not on Facebook. But uh, yeah, I think that's it for now. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so very much. And please, wherever you're tuning in, uh, tuning in from... Um, whether you're on YouTube or, or you're on your favorite podcasting site like Spotify, um, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, etc., you know, make sure to subscribe, follow, um, you know, write something in the comments. I mean, what about what is your what are some of your favorite light gun shooters? Um, and please tell your friends and family about True Way Gaming and tell them that it's an interactive experience where, you know, you know they can ask their questions and and or topics and you know be a part of the show amen so i love you guys god bless you jesus loves you my name is one way soldier and this is the end of my transmission and until next time you yeah.